You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Video games are a unique medium. They can tell stories. Immerse us in strange, fantastic worlds. Blur the very boundaries of our reality. But at the end of the day, video games are fun. Whatever fun is to you. I'm Jeff Moonen. And I am Matt A.K.A. Stormageddon. And on Fun and Games, we talk about the history, trends, and community of video games. It's a celebration of all the games we play and all the fun we find within them. And there's so many more games out there. So we hope you'll share in that conversation with us. Fun and Games podcast with Matt and Jeff. Find us on certpov.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And happy gaming. Welcome back for another issue of Imagine If, and we are continuing our July month of Black Widow to celebrate the MCU coming back in film form. That's right. We finally got to put those butts in seats or watch it from home. It's your choice. But yeah, the MCU is back on the... Okay, what is it? Is it the silver screen? Is that yep. what you call it? So yep, so the MCU is back on the silver screen. Big budgets, big scenes, big action. All in the form of Black Widow. All in the form of Black Widow. So this week, we're going to be talking about the character that almost everybody was was introduced to uh, through this movie, Yelena Belova, the young sister to Natasha Romanoff. Quote-unquote sister. <laughs> Quote-unquote sister. This is correct. Also a Black Widow. Because as you learn, Black Widow is a program. They're yeah. all Black Widows. Uh, I mean, I guess he kind of knew that. Going out of, like, maybe out of Age of Ultron? Well, there once upon a time, there was a uniqueness to it. But now everything is, you know, like, they all, they, all the titles get changed, you know. <laughs> there was a Winter Soldier. Now there's Winter Soldiers. There's, so Winter there's Soldiers. a Black Widow. There's Black Widows. <laughs> Actually, I had, I had something to, to ask about that, but we'll get into that. We're going to do Yelena Belova this week. <laughs> Next week, we're going to talk about the movie in general. Uh, give our thoughts. We're going to give let, let people have uh, some time to, to sit there and, and ponder the movie. Maybe go see it another time. Uh, but before we get into that, as always, we're going to check out what's new on the Spinner Act because it's new comic book day. That's right, fans. So keep this on your radar. Tuesday will be all the refreshing brand new comics from DC. And let's start it off with Action Comics Annual 2021 number one. Philip Kennedy Johnson will be taking the super family uh, beyond. If I remember correctly, some of these characters look like they might be of the lineage of Superman from future states. So that should be very interesting to see what's going on. Uh, for all you wing nuts, check out Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries number four. Uh, we get Dick and Barbara. So that's always a great time. And it looks like they're fighting a giant balloon style. Black, black mask, mask. Yeah. <laughs> that looks hilarious i hope they pull his mask off because that's classic <laughs> scooby-doo style uh tom taylor's batman the detective will be out so you get to see some more uh who knows where they fit in the timeline adventures of a batman but you know it's andy <laughs> kerbert and so it's good stuff and it's a tom batman taylor. i don't know i haven't been reading it to be honest with you so i don't know if it's if it's fair to call it like an older batman if it's a uh, you know because I just don't know. Okay, that's fair. There's a there's a variant cover also. What's that? Is that by? Uh, yeah, it looks like Andy Kubert again there for that one. So that'll be the uh, the oh gosh, I forget what they call them now, but the harder covers. Oh, the, the cardstock the cover. Card there cover. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. So then we've also got Batman Urban Legends number five with some David Finch art there. So this is the book if you want to get uh, Batman's on the cover, so that way people buy it. But then inside we have all our side characters across oh. the uh, Gotham universe that it's become. So I was wondering, uh, like, what is the Batman Urban Legends book? Yeah, well, I mean, like, as we can see here with some of the variant covers, we've got the Batgirls uh, with Spoiler and Orphan, and then we've got a Jason Todd story inside. And I think that's the Jason Todd story by Chip Zardaski, so that should be very Ooh, interesting. Oh, that's see. interesting. Uh, we've got Challenge of the Super Sons number four. So Pete J. Tomasi gets to take the boys back to a more innocent time, or I guess less douchey for uh, old Damien there, but and go back to when Jonathan Kent was a boy and Damien wore a samurai-style Robin costume. But we get to see what's going on with them. DC Horror presents The Conjuring, The Lover. So if you want to get more action out of that uh, franchise, definitely check it out. Detective Comics 1039 will be out. Uh, I don't know. This book, I mean, no offense to the, the creatives behind it, but it just... It feels like it's it it's gone into that classic uh, problem that Detective Comics goes into, where it's like, "Hey, we're still publishing this for the sake of publishing it, but there's nothing really exciting going on because all the the show is over in Batman instead of Detective." So that's the tough part with that one. Detective Comics number two, there they or two in volume two, one hundred thirty nine. <laughs> there's a variant cover by uh can you read with the oh, lee God. something uh, yeah oh you know what uh lee bihermo it's uh getting cut yeah. off uh, lee bihermo uh, oh gosh he always does those he does those really nice drawings of batman uh in the armor and stuff like that lee lee bihermo okay uh, good stuff now this is the big book of the week in my opinion flash annual 2021 number one Wally gets his day. So if you were a fan of Heroes in Crisis, pick this up because it's going to add to that story. Um, If you're a Wally West fan, here's the big moment. Um, I got to read it early. I've I've been sitting on this for like two weeks now. (laughs) I'm so glad it's here. I can't wait to see all the excitement that comes out of it. It was beautiful, so I really hope you enjoy it. Jeremy Adams, this opening arc, beautiful stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So it's it's a continuation of, of Heroes in Crisis, but it's not written by Tom King. Well, because so the thing is, in this story, um, so since we've gone into the infinite frontier, so we're, we're out of New 52, we're out of Rebirth, we're in New Frontier. That's the, the new tagline for all the DC books. So when Infinite Frontier started over, there was obviously a lot of creative shuffling. Uh, so Jeremy Adams landed on this book. And he opened it up with Barry and Wally talking. And so Wally is like, yes, he's the good guy because like, hey, he did a lot of stuff to help us in um, future state and future. No, not future state because that that wasn't an event, but it was an event, if it makes sense. He, he did a lot of stuff to help us during the Dark Knights. Oh, okay. Uh, death metal. There we go. That's the story. So he did a lot to help there, but people are still kind of like, yeah, but you killed a bunch of people. So they kind of give him that glaring look. It was basically like, like Hal Jordan after rebirth. You know, it's like you've proven yourself, but you haven't proven yourself enough. And what was interesting about this too was like, I love the fact that Ollie found himself in the story as well. So Ollie's kind of like, hey, Barry, 
I don't care that Wally's in danger. The dude is a danger, you know, stuff like that. So anyways, long story short, Wally was going to give up his powers. And when he was going to separate himself from the speed force, he wound up quantum leaping. So he's been going through bits and pieces. Right. So like at one point he popped into Jay. At one point he popped into Bart. Um, He even popped into his son, Jai. And it was like, what's going on with all these things? Um, then eventually like in this issue, we find out what's going on. Like there's a character from the past. Oh no. Yes. Great character too. Uh, there's a character from the past that's been causing havoc with the speed force. So it totally like made sense why the speed force chose Wally. Um, and I think if anything coming out of this, like Wally seems like a better character. Like, I mean, I love me some Barry Allen, but I think Wally is the best flash. Like that's just, and I feel like this story definitely put him on that road. So, Highly recommend it. Pick yourself up a copy. It's going to be great. And the, the only reason I recommended because of Heroes in Crisis is because when he quantum leaps, he quantum leaps into the moments in Heroes in Crisis, and it gives it a better story. Because despite what you may feel about Heroes in Crisis, like it or love it or hate it, um, there's definitely some editorial mucking that happened. So we didn't necessarily get the story that was intended to be put out at the start. We just got what was published. So if you want to see not necessarily what it should have been, what it could have been, but some more to it, I think that's great. Okay. Then we got future state Gotham number three. So if you want to see some adventures of, I don't even know who anymore. Uh, (laughs) I think from this cover, it kind of looks like, the new Batman and Red Hood cross paths. So that could be very interesting to see how does Jason feel about there being another Batman? Um, just all kinds of wild shenanigans going on with that. But I do love the fact that for those people that loved the future state world, it's still in publication. So that's pretty cool. Then we've got infinite frontier number two. Uh, this one was huge. So, Oh, God. Same thing. I read this one early. Oh, I cheated so bad. Um, <laughs> but it's Joshua Williamson. Yeah, like, dude, Joshua Williamson is the architect like. right yeah. now. He is. He's the next Jeff, next Jeff Johns. Um, so anyways, Adrian Chase is back and her MIB style looking uh, DEO task force. They're out there. And I love the way this issue starts. For, so from the cover uh, by Mitch Gerards, we see Superman and Batman and basically like Adrian is going to question them. So they changed the gender of Adrian Chase? No, she's always been. Now maybe I'm saying the name wrong. I thought Adrian Chase was. Uh, she, I know her last name is Chase. Vigilante. Yeah, you know what? Adrian Chase is vigilante. Oh my God, I can't. But this character, because she was part of the DEO, she reported to Director Bones with his little oh, skull face. Okay. And I know her book was called Chase. Now I can't. I thought her name was Adrian Chase. Oh, I imagine oh, if man. I click on this thing, it will, it will tell us more about her, right? Let's see. Um, Cameron Chase. There it is. Okay. Cameron Chase. My bad. My bad. Uh, so Cameron Chase is back. She's brought in the DEO as well. Uh, but I love this one. Like She just straight up goes to Superman and Batman, and she's like, Hey, let's talk multiverse. Like even when Superman comes to greet her, she's like, Hey, what's up? Super Clark. And he's just kind of like, huh? But again, his identity is public. She just doesn't care. She puts it all out there. So I love what happens in there. Um, I, I don't know how to give spoilers without giving spoilers, so I'm bad at this. So if you're a Captain Adam fan, he makes a great appearance in there. Check it out. Roy Harper, he's been popping up on our radar. A major thing happens here, so definitely 
check that one out as well. There's quite a few others. Three variant covers, so decide what you're going to get. Uh, the Joker issue five will be out as well, so we get to see more of Joker, Jim Gordon, what's going on there, and then of course um, Punchline. Punch yep, she's the backup story in that one, so definitely check it out. I do like that Sean Phillips cover, uh, the Commissioner and the Clown. I just I don't know. It gives me like a 1940s movie poster or dime store novel kind of vibe to it so i dig that oh yeah yeah i love that i even love that they made the old old school sticker for it you know that's pretty (laughs) sweet uh let's see justice league last ride number three will be out uh so we know two leaguers are dead what happened to cause the justice league to uh break up well that's what we're discovering so basically lobo is wanted across the universe hal jordan in his new green lantern costume is like hey the lanterns in the league should team up and turn Lobo in. And it's like, okay, but again, Superman and Batman just cannot condone each other. Uh, they're carrying guilt because actions led to the death of leaguers. So that type of stuff. But it's been a pretty That's, good ride. Is Wait, is this in continuity? Uh, I would say no. I would say okay. no. Like, it's... it's uh, we can't use the word yet, but we need to. It's it feels like an Elseworld. Okay, you know, uh, just the the whole Batman and Superman at odds because they, it led to the death of of leaguers. Like it almost sounds like a schism, maybe. Oh yeah, this is definitely like, <laughs> hey, we need a civil war. We need a we need something. So yeah, that's that's what it's gonna be. Um, what's the the green, Hal Jordan new Green Lantern suit? So there, it, it's hard to tell. Um, to me though, when I'm looking at it, it feels very much like Alan Scott's uh, Kingdom Come armor. Oh, okay. Like it, it's kind of got that vibe, just without that cape. Um, but yeah, something's going on. Like Hal Jordan is. He's kind of different. So I don't know. Maybe this is future stuff that's going to happen in Green Lantern. And, you know, this story, because this book was originally supposed to be a digital first series. Oh. And then they just said, heck with it. Let's just put it out now. So I don't know. Like, is there spoilers that we can glean from it? Are there variants in this? Who knows? You know, like I said, I I just think they should already say, heck with it. Let's bring back the word Elseworlds and let's just start making those <laughs> stories again because right now Marvel's kick and tell with Elseworlds, or sorry, with What If, so they need to bring that back. So it, then this uh, cover A is, is uh, has a cover drawn by Derek Robertson and uh, you'll know that as the half of the creators of The Boys. Yes, that's right. I forgot. I knew that name was ringing a bell in my mind. Nice House on the Lake? Yeah, so Nice House on the Lake, if you missed out, uh, it is getting a second printing, so definitely check that one out if you want some more of that action. And it's even got like a variant cover for that. Um, Then we've got Rorschach number 10. So I've spent the last 10 months of my life reviewing that book, so uh, this Tuesday, if you want to check out my review, please do. Um, At least you're, you know, it's only been 10 months. I mean, it's 10 issues in 10 months. Like, you could be getting, it could have been 10 issues in 20 months if it was some other other writers. That's true, yeah. Um, Actually, I will say I I love the symbolism in this cover. So I thought originally the character in the middle was our unnamed detective, but instead, actually, that's the uh the dead body that we discover in this issue no major spoilers like i've been enjoying the series because each month time in and time out tom king drops something some real world thing into this book and i like i seriously spent three hours 
chasing dead ends because he put like four brand new names in the book and I researched the heck out of those names and they are not people that could have tied in to this world. So he got me good this time. Uh, But this book is definitely the quiet before the storm because we have issues 11 and 12. So poop's going to be hitting the fan. Put your mask on. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Wonder Woman issue 775 will be out. So we got ourselves a big anniversary issue. Uh, A lot of crazy stuff's been going on in that book. Dead Man fans, (laughs) me, you, and the other guy. Uh, (laughs) If you want an appearance, check it out. But like it's a page or two. Uh, Let's see. Now we're going to start talking uh, collections. So Deceased Unkillables. The first sequel to Deceased will be out in trade paperback format. Uh, If you like Future State, then get the Suicide Squad trade paperback so that way you can see all the wackiness that's going on there. Green Lantern Season 2, Volume 2, so the second half and the final adventures of Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp will be collected as a hardcover. Injustice is back. Year Zero collected as a hardcover. So this was only ever given to us as a digital first series. Never in print until this hardcover. So collectors, this is the only way you're going to get it. Uh, And then there's a Suicide Squad, their greatest shots, uh, various artists and creators on that one. It's almost like a movie's coming out soon. Yeah, right. It totally reeks of that because they put those characters on there. So that's all our stuff from DC Comics. Then please return to your comic shop for the traditional Wednesday. From Marvel, we've got Aliens Aftermath, number one. This will be a one-shot. So if you want to get some more action from Benjamin Percy in the uh, the Xenomorph world, definitely check that out. Now, Aliens they're doing, but they had to pull all the Predator stuff, right? I think so. Ago? Yeah. I mean, like one of them got pulled, because actually there might even be some more Alien stuff that got bit. But one of those properties, they just, yeah ganked it back real quick like hold up not yet <laughs> so, yeah, very interesting um i don't follow either world so i don't know what's going on <laughs> uh, let's see we've got carnage black white and blood number four so if you want to get some offbeat solo tales by crazy creative then definitely check out this book and a lot of variant covers to choose from all very interesting looking using the three color system champions issue eight will be out so if you want to see some of the younger heroes in the marvel universe definitely check that book out uh, we've got a couple of variants outside of there as well. So this Peach Momoko, uh, she's got a lot of covers out. So if you are a fan of her art, get ready to collect. Uh, let's see. We've got some Conan issue 23 out, but it's Conan. Who cares? <laughs> uh, Excalibur issue 22 will be out. So the Hellfire Gala is over. Now it is time to pay the price. So... Um, Betsy Braddock, a.k.a. Psylocke, a.k.a. Captain Britain, something's happening. She pissed off the magical guild that is all things Captain Britain. So she's got she's to pay for that. So it's you know what I'm the most impressed by? What's the that? fact that there's an Excalibur book that got to 22. Oh, dude, Excalibur got up there. Like it's It went up to the 70s last time. The last time? Yeah. Well, oh. like the original time. Yeah, I was just saying, the last the time, time, I guess, we're just it. like, hey, let's just try to revive this title. <laughs> uh, otherwise, DC might make something. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's been up there. Uh, it will be coming to a close, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not too sure. I'll keep quiet on that. Uh, let's see. We are dealing with an event right now, Extreme Carnage, because there's a movie coming. So we are going to be getting a lot of one shots. So if you like the character of Scream, definitely check this book no. out to learn more about her. Now, is Scream one of the uh, like the original hybrids or or offsprings from the the I think so I think she, a new character no I think she's been around for a long time I think because uh, that that 
red yellow color combo looks very familiar so i think she's been one i think scream's been one of the original children of carnage isn't that what they were is that what his children i just remember hybrids or, or or offspring or something like that so there was uh there was a tv show series uh adaptation for cloak and dagger yes right uh the second season of that was it that I think it was the second season of that show introduced a uh, female detective that her, her in the comic book, she becomes one of the symbiote. Um, oh, so her secret identity, her alter ego. Yes, is exactly. Ah. I don't remember which one. I think she, she might've been scream. She might've been somebody else. Interesting. I'm not sure. That's really wild because technically that should be a Sony property. So wonder, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. Hmm. Uh, hey, I mean, I just, I tell you, like, I, I, I saw the trailer for uh, Let There Be Carnage. And, uh, well, I'm excited. I'm excited. I could care less. I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> but I'm so sad that there's no Spider-Man in this. Because uh, you know, I was ready to go buy that. Even though I don't own a Super Nintendo, I just want to go buy that red cartridge Maximum <laughs> Carnage and just stare at it because that'll take me to a happier place. <laughs> oh, there's uh, covers all the way to E on yeah, so, uh, this. Well, five variants. So you got some choices Scream. there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Moving on to bigger, better though. We've got Iron Man number ten. Christopher Cantwell has been doing some amazing stuff. Um, I don't know. So on on. Speaking of weird things, so we've got Iron Man fighting the Beyonder, right? And in this book, Ben Riley as Scarlet, Scarlet Spider is in it. Wow. And in a couple months from now, when we hit issue 75 of Amazing Spider-Man in its current volume, Ben Riley is going to be back as Spider-Man. And he's part of the Beyond Corporation. So I'm curious, is there, is there lead way to this? I don't know. So you say in a couple months, this is going to happen. Yes. What month are we talking about? Oh, my gosh. Um, three months from now when solic- the solicits would have. It should be. Or? Yeah, just about that. Yeah, so, so three months from now would be August, September, October. So October. And our next Spider-Man movie doesn't come out till December. Are they leading us into a Ben Riley showing up in the multiverse of Ben? Or no, it's not that song it's called. Uh, it's far called No Way Home. No Way Home. Which Dude, I would be the happiest fan alive. <laughs> I love nothing more than seeing my underdogs make it to the big screen. Now, any screen. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm sure I posed this to you before. Ben Riley as showing up on the big screen. Do you just get Tom Holland and give him a, a blonde wig? Or do you find someone, another actor that looks a little bit like Tom Holland and just call him Ben Riley? So I'm torn. Part of me is um, I, I could go with the whole Tom Holland thing, but I think that's putting a lot of stress on the actor and a lot of unnecessary CGI. Um, I think it was Bill Pullman's son. He played in that uh, the one the, the movie oh, where yes. they were on the state line between California and La, in Nevada, yep. mm-hmm. that hotel. Yep. So he was Bad the bellboy. Yeah. I think he would be great. Okay. I mean, if we're going to stay with Spider, like, I don't want there to be clones until Spider-Man goes to college, but I don't think I'm going to live long enough to see Spider-Man <laughs> go to college because every time we turn around, screen. he just always gets younger. Um, but I think I could see that kid playing the part. I think that'd be cool. Um, I don't know these actors. Like, I don't even know their names. I don't know their ages, but I mean, we've seen, you know, 40-year-olds go to preschool. So <laughs> it's Hollywood, you know. Um, but I think I think he could be pretty cool as the part. 
you know, that'd be something. Uh, maybe even then we could get ourselves into a uh, – uh, Kane Parker, which would be awesome as well. So I'm, I mean, that'd be my my you know, my favorite if we got Kane in yeah, there. So I mean, the more spiders we get, the happier I am. <laughs> uh, but it is interesting, yeah. Why bench Peter Parker when you have a big movie coming out? And like, if you've looked at some of the preview art that's out there. I don't even know if Peter's going to be making it to the bench. He might be dead. <laughs> Seriously. Like some of this is, and what's even more wild, like not a lot of people caught that, but the last time we had the two Spider-Men in a book was Spider-Man number 75. And that's the issue where Ben died. And now here we're getting amazing Spider-Man number 75. Is Peter going to die? <laughs> I don't know. Very, very so interesting. I, for the longest time I've known you, we, you've, you've always gone over the the clone saga and the the, the the switch of the Ben Rileys and the Peter Parkers. <laughs> what if we get to uh, issue number 75 and the Peter Parker we've been following dies, but we find out that he was the clone all the time and Ben Riley's the actual uh, Peter Parker? Oh, my what God. What if they switch it again? I don't, think don't I know how it's possible. See, it is how we had the whole the clone, clone conspiracy. conspiracy yeah. yeah. I, ooh, I mean, anything's possible, but I, I wouldn't like it, I think. And honestly, I... Uh, Steve Wacker is the editor. I would tell him to turn off his Twitter. <laughs> I would tell him to move and just start life over because the, the fan reaction would be horrible because that was something that's interesting. Like, um, and actually I was revisiting that with Green Lantern, Emerald Twilight. You know, Ron Mars came in to do a job and whether we like it or not, and it was it was a harsh change, and it was a harsh one too, because I actually remember reading that Green Lantern fifty when Hal Jordan becomes Parallax, and even right there in the letters page, they basically told us like your character's lame, we don't care, go or not, and it was like okay, you don't have to kick us while we're down, <laughs> um, and it was kind of the same thing, like you know, like because Peter Parker was trash back then, like, and I know that's like whoa whoa, <laughs> those are fighting words, but he really was. I mean, he was just so angry and all this talk of I'm not a man I'm the spider <laughs> no dude no like even when JMS started that talk I was like no dude you just got <laughs> bitten by a radioactive spider there's nothing more to it you know yes this whole idea of totems and stuff like that sounds cool but show me the totem that leads to Mysterio if we're all animal beasts you know, <laughs> the goldfish you know uh, so anyways uh, but when when they when they did that transfer to Ben to Peter it hurt fans and it excited fans. And then when they did it to Ben back to Peter, it just hurt fans. Cause they just killed Ben. Like it, we didn't get to say goodbye. We didn't get anything. Uh, that's why I think years later when they did the six issue miniseries of the clone saga, where it's getting condensed and it just told the story straight through that one was a lot better cause it gave us hope. So, but yeah, no, a lot of crazy strings going on right now. So, uh, read iron man, just because it's good and it's got some Ben Riley, And then let's see what's going to happen in Spider-Man. And speaking of Spider-Man, uh, here's the last hurrah. Sinister War. Nick Spencer's big, um, uh, big, oh God, event. I, I should have had a better word. But yes, uh, he's going to be teaming up with Mark Bagley. And they are going to have, basically, remember Rogue War? So... Are like because of the rogues, you had the yeah, newer yeah, yeah. rogues and the older rogues. This one is just the sinister war. So all the Spider-Man villains are just going to be going crazy on each other. I don't know why. I don't know how, but gosh darn it, it's going to be very interesting. So I may or may not jump on this. And Nick Spencer, you're a jerk. Why do I say this? Because you've been dangling one more day plot lines in front of me for like however long you've been on this book. And... <laughs> 
so Bleeding Cool had a panel reveal, and Mysterio's like, hold on, Spider-Man, there's some information I know, and then we see Mephisto, and it's like, like, are you going to do something? Do I need to buy these issues? What's going on? So I don't know. So um, if you're a fool like me, get ready to take out a loan. <laughs> so we're, I'm, I'm scrolling through here. I'm on K, K cover for Sinister War number one. L, yep, L. M. That's it. There we it's go. All the way to it's M. Mitch, I need to buy the M cover. No, you by don't. That doesn't. Uh, Steve, Steve Ditko. Ditko hidden gem. Yeah, I mean, it's Ditko art. I know a lot of people like it, but that layout just does not look good. <laughs> it's definitely a good scorecard, though, if you want to be like, oh, who are these characters nobody cares about? <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds weird to say with Spider-Man stuff. Yes. All right. Uh, Spider-Man Spider Shadow number four is out. That's right. What If is back. It's fast and it's furious. Chip Zardaski and Pascal Ferry are doing amazing on this book. Um, uh, whoo, it is dark. It is dark. Um, I just actually, I just read uh, issue three. It, it fell under my radar. And wow, like J. Jonah Jameson uses a spider slayer to save Spider-Man from the symbiote. Uh, Eddie Brock killed Doc Ock. So now he's Brock Ock. Uh, wow. Most of the Sinister Six is dead. <laughs> and the Venom symbiote is going to say, well, forget you. And he's going to start taking on other heroes. And like he's taking them, not giving them a choice. So let me put this on your mind. How does Reed Richards with a symbiote sound? Oh, that sounds terrifying. Yes. So, yeah. So I'm very <laughs> curious to see what's going to happen there. Uh, sticking with spiders, Spider-Woman number 13 will be out by Carla Pacheco and Pere Perez. So we get to see the adventures of Jessica there. And then they're also having a uh, Captain America 80th anniversary celebration. So some of your variant covers will feature superheroes wearing a Captain America theme or I, uh, Captain America wearing a theme of the superhero. So I forgot to mention that. Oh, I didn't that. know that. Yeah. Like, who else have we seen? Uh, Iron Man had one, but that one definitely looked more like Steve Rogers in a, uh, oh my God, in an Iron Man costume. So at least I'm aware of those two. I don't know if any others happened after that. I think it was just those two. There's a lot of Star Wars books. Thor issue 15 will be out. Speaking of Captain America, uh, here's a Thor Captain America fight. So if you want to see these two dudes throw down, there you go. Donnie Cates just going to be mixing it all up crazy style. Uh, Web W.E.B. of Spider-Man number one is getting a second printing. That's how amazing the book is. Way of X number four will be out. And this is going to be interesting because Onslaught is coming. So this book looks like it's planting the seeds there. So if you want to see how and why, definitely check it out. And for fans of Legion, yeah, he's in that book, too. So definitely check that out as well. Uh, Nightcrawlers, you know where to go. Also continuing things X, we've got X Corp number three. So bureaucracy is cool. Um, <laughs> so we can definitely see what's going on there. How to run your own Krakoa. And we got a couple of variant covers on that. Now we're moving on to collected editions. And this is a book near and dear to my heart. The History of the Marvel Universe Trade Paperback. Mark Wade and Javier Rodriguez have teamed up to tell us the story of Marvel. So this is a great one. Um, it was originally a six-issue miniseries, I think. Uh, Jam-packed and full of stuff. And not only did they just give us beautiful art and story, they also referenced where it came from in the comics. So huge shout-out to that team. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. I can't wait to get my copy. Uh, King and Black Planet of the Symbiotes trade paperback. So King and 
King and Black is done, so we are definitely getting our trades. And speaking of timing, this is pretty wild. Loki, the Mistress of Mischief mm. trade paperback is out. So we are going to get to see some adventures of Lady Loki and some of her various formats. So that's pretty wild. Uh, the Marvelverse She-Hulk graphic novel will be out. So if you want to definitely check out some... Um, Highlighted stories for upcoming Marvel characters. That's definitely a trade paperback series to follow. Mighty Marvel Masterworks. That's right, because the Marvel Masterworks were good. Now we're going to re-release them again and trade paperback, but at least we get these awesome uh, uh, Cho covers. So you have two choices. You can get a um, Cho cover with the Fantastic Four, or you can get the classic Jack Kirby one. And this Mighty Marvel Masterworks will feature Fantastic Four uh, issues 1 through 10. Uh, Squadron Supreme versus the Avengers trade paperback. So if you want to get some first appearances and highlighted stories of the Squadron Supreme, definitely check that out. Taskmaster Rubicon Trigger, uh, the latest Taskmaster four-part miniseries, has been collected in trade. So if you want to meet the real Taskmaster, definitely check that out. Uh, Ultimates by Al Ewing. Ewing? Yeah. Uh, he's His complete collection will be out, so there's a lot of wild stories there. Uh, great cast of characters, and that is our spinner rack. That's a big spinner rack for this week. It's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> All those variant covers definitely going to add up. Yes. Uh, all right. You want to get into talking about Yelena Belova? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the other Black Widow. The other Black Widow. So if you went and saw Black Widow this week, uh, or this past week, you know that there is other Black Widows in the Marvel comics. This Now we now know of one, well, one that has a particular name in the MCU, Yelena Belova. They've decided, or it's portrayed by um, actress Florence, Florence Pugh. Uh, she has uh, been in other things like um, Midsommar, uh, Fighting with My Family, um, <laughs> Little Women, and then other things. But yes, uh, she good, 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 good actress. Definitely oh yeah, she did a solid job. Did a really good job. Definitely made you feel for the character, uh, a character that we didn't know about, a character that uh, is going to be more prominent going forward in the MCU, which I believe probably going to make her more prominent going forward in the mu yeah like let's bring her back to life because she's been dead since 2014 spoiler (laughs) (laughs) uh speaking of when was she created all right so uh this is one of those tricky ones and i don't have the actual issue in front of me but apparently it's credited as in humans volume two issue five which popped out in january of 1999 so this is part of the whole uh marvel knights era but i would honestly say pick up marvel knight well it's black widow volume one but it's uh the marvel knights black widow i would say pick that up i think that's where you're gonna get more information about well her first appearance um i'm thinking it's probably one of those ones like hey here's a 10 page preview in the back of this book kind of like wolverine like we all know it's 181 mm-hmm. but technically it's 180 because he pops up in the last panel <laughs> you know and then even then do you buy the comic that has the ad hey yeah, it's know? true previews it's true. whoa <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but i would recommend black widow volume one number one uh by devin grayson and jg jones um which also is a very hot story to get uh there it's a three-part mini series so you're probably not going to find the issues for out cheap anymore um uh, but there is a good trade out that collects that in the next story arc. But that'll definitely feature a lot of Yelena's, well, Yelena's first story. 
So the idea behind this is that in the comic book, she is the next Black Widow, someone who's also been through the Red Room, someone who's done the training, now wants to take the title from Natasha because she's no longer Russian. She's no longer working for Mother Russia. Yes. Uh, she has all the same skills, but does she have all the same quote-unquote powers? I'd say not at first. Actually, if anything, I'd say it might be in reverse. They have the same powers, but not experience. Okay. Um, so but she doesn't have the longevity or the infinity formula. I don't think, yeah, you're actually, I think you're right. Yeah, she might not have that, the Russian version of it. Okay. So, you know, so yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, because her power set is drastically changed. So it's hard to say what she started with. But even the same thing has happened to Natasha. Exactly. At first, she was just a lady running around in a dress. Now <laughs> she's like, look at me. <laughs> I got cool wrist guards. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, when we first introduced to Yelena, do we get a lot of backstory or does that come in another? I don't think like there's reference to the red room. And as we've discussed in past episodes, there's Nama. It's just a, you know, (laughs) red room. You know, it's like, ooh, mysterious. Uh, So we don't don't get to know much about her. She's just there. Uh, She is, you know, she's very much like, I want your title. I want this. I'm going to be this. And the only way I can do it is by taking you out. So she's just more or less a character created for story. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's a we, foil. We it's a yeah. foil just for Natasha. It's like, how do you deal with Natasha's bizarro? Her the you know a bad version of her. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. So yeah, so she's just created in that aspect just to get you know character use. Um, I don't think we see much of her for quite a while. Um, and then the next time, yeah, cause that's 1999. Now the next series I would recommend, and this is where I can get a little bit lost. Um, but it's the 2001 black widow series, which is funny cause they should have just called it issue five. I don't know. But <laughs> so anyway, so, uh, I think this is volume two or volume three. I forget. Uh, but this one is a major one because now, Natasha needs to go back to Russia and they do the face off thing. So the Travolta cage. Yep, exactly. And this is, and this is what really has me feel sad for Yelena as a character, because it's like, we don't care what's happening to you. You're just this foil. So it's really interesting. Like it kind of made me think about how they talk about what is it? Girls in fridges, you know, characters that are just created to be, just to die. Just to die. And I'm like, well, what do you, what would you call Yelena then? You know, because I mean, she gets totally used, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you put it, she is definitely a tragic character. She's one that is there just to die or just to get defeated, just to prop up Natasha more often than not. There was a, a time when if you, if, if Kitty's listening today, uh, would like to go back, I want to say 15 years, maybe not even that far, maybe just 10 years. For the Google. <laughs> when uh, Ryan Reynolds was first going up as, as Deadpool. Oh, God. Uh, and this is before the Deadpool movies. So um, they were drawing him, or drawing Deadpool to look like Ryan Reynolds, kind of, but they were getting... Uh, Natasha like involved with the Deadpool character like they were having the two characters get involved but that was because Ryan Reynolds and Scarlett Johansson were dating at the time what that's right kids your mind just melted but then they they pulled the one on Anya in the in the book and it was actually Yelena that was uh 
under like parading around as Natasha. Yeah, I don't know if that. I don't think that relates to this story. No, no. Oh, I, yeah, this, okay. It was a different story altogether. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. just, just something I remembered. Yeah. Literally, I have almost no knowledge of Yelena <laughs> uh, other than that story and now the movie. So yeah, and the movie's where it's going to be because that's clearly where they're going to change stuff. They're definitely going to change um, it. Yeah. But yeah, no. But like I said, I would recommend that volume one issues one through three. That's her introduction. Then this next one, um, I think I said like I said, it's volume one or two. It's the two thousand one series. And this is the one that's by Devin Grayson and Greg Rucka, uh, art by Scott Hampton. And I actually, I really admire this art. Mm. Like it's just these soft tones. I think a lot of that goes more towards the colorist. Uh, let me see if I can get, no, they don't have listings for the colors, but that's the one where it's like literally their faces are swapped. Uh, just because Nick Fury's like, go find me some Russians. And Natasha's like, sure. And so they swap out and Yelena wakes up as Natasha. And she's like, oh, no, 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 I'm supposed to be Elena. But everybody's like, no, you're Natasha. So talk about a psychological mind effort on her. You know? <laughs> like, she knows she's in the right, but she can't prove it. So it's crazy. And they even do that to us as the readers. So that's a fantastic one. Um, so I definitely would recommend that story arc as well. And I, I truth be told, I do not have that much experience with the character. Um, I had recovered some memories recently because I was like, I know I have some tangentialness to her. Um, so she did pop up in New Avengers uh, just because they had her kind of same type of thing where it's like, well, if I can't kill Natasha, then I'm going to go kill her friends. And so she starts popping up in the New Avengers. Um don't know like i know for sure okay here we go she pops up in new avengers issue six so this is when bendis takes the team and he like the whole raft and all that stuff mm -hmm. and so yelena pops up there and then she pops up in new avengers annual number one but all i remember was her face basically got blown to smithereens and then they were starting to recreate her as the next super adaptoid so the super adaptoid is basically the super scroll mimic uh, bizarro or no uh, composite Superman Batman Amazo he's just this giant robot that when he gets near you he can assimilate your powers yeah I always, so, thought, I always thought of the super adaptoid as being the same as like uh, Amazo yeah oh exactly yeah, yeah that's straight up you know it's like oh because even the design it's like the Hawkeye I mean it's all solid green but it's like the Hawkeye mask with the Thor hammer mm -hmm. the Captain America chain, chain mail. mail yeah the yeah. scale mail yeah. yeah yeah so all that type of stuff so Yelena is that and then Next up, she does pop up in Secret Avengers. Uh, she's part of their big story arc. And like that's a big story arc because I want to say it goes on for like 15 issues, if I remember correctly. And funny that she wasn't used in like um in Norman Osborne's Dark Avengers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's funny. She wasn't used in the Dark Avengers, but she actually did serve some time as a Thunderbolt. Okay. Which is coming. I don't know if that's true. I mean, that's a possibility. So uh, we don't have to get into any spoilers from the movie just yet. But like, sure, they, the the MCU is definitely looking like it is going towards either Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts or both at some point. Ooh. We have characters for both. And actually, I apologize. So I'm cheating. I'm looking at the thing right here and it says uh, her time Vanguard and Thunderbolts. So it tells us, Yelena turns up alive and was working with the superhero black op team Vanguard, but then was again forced into hiding when the team disbands. After the scroll invasion, Norman Osborn approaches Yelena when she's stealing from an abandoned shield facility. Uh, however, this Yelena turns out to be Natasha. 
So like, Elena doesn't even get the cool story. She just gets the tragic moments. She's the doom bot. Um, so however, you know, so she's the original Black Widow in disguise under Nick Fury's orders to infiltrate the Thunderbolts. Uh, so yeah, Osborne has, uh, Osborne even knows this, uh, but he uses her to strengthen the bonds of his thunderbolts and lead him to fury and songbird to be executed. Wow. So that's a crazy story arc, but she's not involved in it. (laughs) (laughs) So that actually takes us to, uh, thunderbolts issues 133 through 136. So if you want some good Natasha reading, there you go. (laughs) So as we saw in the movie, she is a few years younger than Natasha. She, they definitely have the older sister, younger sister rivalry or even a relationship. Uh, she is very much hurt by the idea that Natasha never came to look for her after uh, Natasha got... Avengered. <laughs> you know, Avengered, that's a good way of putting it. I was going to say extradited uh, from uh, the, the Black Widow program, but... Yeah, it's got to be pretty interesting. Like, oh, you're an Avenger. You should uh, should be helping me, but uh, you went and decided to help everybody else. Well, you know, it really is. Like, I don't know. It, it leaves a funny taste in my mouth because this clearly happens after Captain America, the Winter Soldier, correct? Because this is Civil supposed War. to be after Civil War. Mm-hmm. But if we remember after Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Natasha releases all the information. It's true. Hey, it's all out there. Obviously, S.H.I.E.L.D. had information about the Red Room, and yet she didn't take it upon herself to be like, I should go rescue my family. Like, well, so I, 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 haven't, I haven't looked into any of this because I, I didn't even think about it until you brought it up right now. Um, she released the S.H.I.E.L.D. Hydra f- files, right? Okay, okay. That's a good point. Um, in, in their knowledge, she destroyed the Red Room when she killed Drakeoff. Okay. So I would assume that the files say... The Red Room's done. When, when in actuality, the Russians were actually really good at keeping their secrets, and yeah, Red Room was still going. Suckers. They, <laughs> they stole plans, or they created their own plans for a hail carrier, tur- called it the Red Room, put it in the sky. Oop, sorry for spoilers for the movie if you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> uh, but I honestly, what I wanted to talk about was that, uh, one, as we talked about last week with the Red Room, there is the male counterpart to uh the black widow program the the wolf spider the wolf spider program do we ever get to see this would you like to see this in the mcu oh no no it was honestly i I don't even know why brew baker i mean i guess i want to see it just to help brew baker out and get some money uh but it was a one-man crew boris i think was his name like he was nothing special like i prefer it i think that's the best way to look at it is that like the winter soldiers are the male equivalent and the black widows are the female equivalent. Um, but even then like, well, what does that mean for red guardian? Like what is he? Well, even in the MCU, in the winter soldiers program that, that they created, there was a female in that group. Yeah, that's true too. So that was the other thing I was going to bring up in the MCU alone. We have Russian agents that were created, created the, the, the winter soldier. All right. Created the winter soldiers. Yeah. Thankfully, Baron Zemo was like, no, <laughs> squish. <laughs> created the black widows. Mm-hmm. Created uh, the red guardian. Yep. Like, how is it that the Russians oh, and have- there's a crimson Diamond because that got name dropped. Crimson Dino gets name dropped. Uh, Vanko. Yeah, Vanko. We saw, we saw him in the Iron, Iron Man, Man 2. 2. Yeah. So how is it that they had all these things? And yet still did not come out as the the winner. 
Uh, Ant Man. Oh, fair <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how you argued. You just say, you know, Ant-Man and Wasp, they were, they were the Cold War fighters. Um, any other characters you could decide? I mean, you know, just because we're getting a Moon Knight series doesn't mean it's set in modern times. So maybe Moon Knight is the commie smasher, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Random bullshit to go, you know? Like, there you go. Like, I mean, it, there's definitely a way to play it out, you know, um, as we saw with, um, oh my gosh, because what, what, what's the show? Um, Agent Carter. Like Jarvis is there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so it, it, they're just titles. Like that's what helps me get through these movies anymore. It's like, hey, they're just titles. You know, I try not to get too excited. Uh, I almost kind of hope they don't use my characters because you never know what they're going to do <laughs> for good or bad. I'm sorry. I just got to call it as I see it. Sometimes. Yeah, but they did. They did a good job with Winter Soldier. Oh, they did a great job with Winter Soldier. But at the same time, I also lose Bucky's redemption as Captain America. So it's, it's exciting that I have two versions of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's sad that I miss out on certain things. Uh, but I mean, I'm a Cyclops fan. I've endured now what X-Men came out 2000. So 21 years of <laughs> whatever the hell you want to call that. And I mean, that's no shame to James Marsden. He was great. Uh, even the kid in X-Men origins is great. Uh, Ty Sheridan, I think is his name, right? Ty Sheridan is the new, or I mean, you know, he was the latest Cyclops. I, I, I liked him as that Game Boy character, whatever that was. Yeah, better. He's not really great in Ready Player One either. Yeah, but so, uh, so I mean, they are what they are. Um, but yeah, you know, that's you just explain it that way. It's like, okay, we at least know Ant Man was active in that time. Shield was there. You know, maybe. Uh, God, I'm trying to think who are some famous Shield agents that we haven't seen, but there really aren't that many. <laughs> Dum Dum, yeah, that's what he did in his old age. Well, we saw Dum Dum. He's a he's a Howling Commando. So yep. unless they gave him the Infinity Formula, gotta hope which so. Which they're supposed to. Like that's yeah, the, yeah. Nick Fury and his in Dum Dum were supposed to have that. So yep, that they they're could the ones live. that lasted. <laughs> they're supposed to last. Uh, so yeah, Elena Belova is. Oh, the Parkers. There you go. They could be. One oh, right. that'd be interesting. Yeah. Bring that. Bring that story around. Uh, Elena Belova going forward. She is going to be our Black Widow. I assume that she's going to keep the title. She's uh, the movie. Well, I don't want to. Well, in the MCU, she, there's definitely a character arc coming for yes. her. Uh, there's definitely going to be a character arc. And we'll, we'll talk more about that. Uh, I'm excited. Like, I know it's it's definitely throwing back to the early stages of the MCU. Uh, and what's beautiful about a character like this in terms of comic books, she's so fresh and malleable that anything can happen. Uh, even though you and I, we may joke about the films and whatnot, but these tangential properties do give us a lot. Uh, Kryptonite was created on the Superman radio show. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen was created on the Superman radio no, show. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So those were not comic book things. Um, the noise that we now hear whenever we see Kryptonite came from Smallville? No. Oh. Uh, no. Lois and Clark. Sorry. Okay. Those I Clark, the, oh the my new God, I love that show. I never realized Kryptonite made a sound. Now I got to go back and watch that. <laughs> I've been wanting to anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we gain all those things. Harley Quinn There's a huge example. She appeared in the com- in the, the cartoon show, made her way to comics. Uh, Firestar. She appeared first in oh. Spider-Man's Amazing Friends. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she appeared there and then they were like, yeah, toss her in with the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it didn't work. Crap. <laughs> She's a mutant, but we're not going to keep her in the X-Men. Yeah, it'll happen-ish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hellions? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as you stated, those are all the stories that... that yeah, that's what I would recommend. Um, make up Yelena Belova. Yeah. Uh, 
and like I said, one of the only other things that I know about the character is the the brief that she got mentioned in Tales of Suspense that we talk about a lot in this because I just enjoyed that story. <laughs> uh, making her one of many clones, just like Natasha was one of many clones, and that's the reason why she came back after her death in Secret Empire. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what Marvel decides sticks going yeah, into the future. Because if we look at it, the way it plays out, so the big money issue right now is Secret Avengers Volume 2, Issue 15. So that's the big money issue, because that's where Yelena died. Um, let me get to this point. So uh, the Secret Avengers took her body and escaped in a submarine only to discover the deceased Mockingbird was actually Yelena. So they almost thought they lost um, oh my god, why can I not think of her name? Bobby Morse. There we go, Bobby Morse. So they thought it was one of their own, but it turned out to be Elena. Uh, Her belt contained a hollow camouflage device, uh, so the actual Mockingbird sneaked into during the fight. So body's dead. We've seen it dead. But again, you've got to keep in mind, you know, she's got certain properties due to the fact of her being enhanced mm-hmm. uh then she pops up in the series that we, that and it's a worthwhile read i think it was tales of suspense uh issues 100 through 105 if i remember correctly so it was again reviving a marvel title into the modern age i think it was part of oh god what was it marvel now i but feel they like used it was that, after marvel now well it was definitely after but they used marvel now twice oh that's how ridiculous it got because like, that was a good name marvel nower uh, <laughs> marvel now uh but anyways so yes yeah, so in in this series we discovered that there's a lot of clones so the red room and again if you want to see some red room action that might be great you're going to get hawkeye you're going to get winter soldier you're going to get uh natasha so it's great great stuff there so but yeah, a bunch of uh, Yelena clones are the ones that are being used to be killed. Uh, so it ends off here. Yeah, Natasha had another clone of Yelena impersonate her to throw them off. The Winter Soldier let the clone go after capturing her, but failing to get any information from her. Then Natasha killed her when they met up. So even her clone is dead. And that takes place in Tales of Suspense 103. <laughs> uh, that Tales of Suspense series is, collect- is collected as a trade paperback if you'd like to get it. But yeah, so she's dead. Her clones are dead. Um, but clearly this movie is going to change stuff. I mean, you know, Red Guardian's going to start. Actually, I'm sorry. Uh, Russians are popping up in the new Avengers. Uh, it's not new Avengers. It's the newest volume of Avengers by Jason Aaron. This whole World War She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Russians are coming. And they're the ones that are going to fight all this stuff. So if you want to see um, Red Guardian and a couple other of those characters, they're going to be popping up in there. But I mean, as far as we know, Red Guardian, Iron Maiden, and Yelena, they're all malleable. Mm-hmm. Anything can go. So if that's going to be mommy, daddy, sister, brother, or if that's going to be comrade, who knows? It's all up in the air right now. It's up to you. All right. There you go. There is Yelena Belova in a 101 uh, for a deeper dive. Go and read those books. All right. If you want to talk to me more about Yelena Belova or any of the other things we talked about today, reach me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia GEM. GEM stands for Geek Elite Media. Chris, where can people find you online? Uh, you can definitely find me on Twitter as well. My handle is stuff I should say, should being spelled S-H-U-D. And then check out my writings on geekelitemedia.com and AIPTcomics.com. So this way we can talk comics. The rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geeklymedia.com. Go to patreon.com slash geekly media for 
all things exclusive to only our patrons. You can get things like Reimagine If, which is the companion show to this. We talk about Loki and the TV the TV series from Disney Plus. And whatever podcast you use to listen to us, please rate and review us because it helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Imagine If on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.